You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. I'm Health Editor Dallas Bastian, and I'm joined by Queensland's Chief Nursing and Midwifery Officer, Dr Frances Hughes, who was recently named the Chief Executive of the International Council of Nurses. Welcome, Frances. Thank you very much. Congratulations on the appointment. What does being named as Chief Executive of an internationally renowned organisation mean to you? Oh, it means multiple things to me. It's, uh, it's wonderful for um, nursing from the Southern Hemisphere. It's wonderful from uh, a position of um, a nurse who's come from a quite a small country like New Zealand, um, but has big neighbours like Australia. Um, it's wonderful for the Pacific Islands. These are all our neighbours and those of us who have worked and lived in, in the South Pacific in Australia New Zealand um, have a very different viewpoint on the world. We often look uh, look to the Northern Hemisphere and to our Europeans and our, to our North American colleagues in awe. So for me personally, it's wonderful to think that I can now um, carry out what I've done for the last 30 years on a, on a bigger stage. And on top of that, of course, ICN is a very iconic organisation. There's not many nurses who come through the education without knowing what ICN is about. 130 national nursing organisations representing more than 16 million nurses worldwide. It's the first and and widest reaching international organisation for health professionals in the world, going back to 1899. So on multiple levels, it's uh, really exciting. It's very humbling for me. But it also says that, you know, anybody can um, get involved at any level in, in nursing and nothing's Um, beyond anyone's reach and it's really important that we're engaged at all levels with our local organisations in our local communities and also in the international arena so that we can influence the big issues that are challenging healthcare. You've spoken about building the capacity of nurses to be a stronger voice in the healthcare industry. How can more nurses achieve this? I think it's it's two things. One is is personal um, at a personal level, is nurses need more confidence um, and 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 ability to to actually strive and influence where they can, whether it's directly with their patients they're working with or through their local hospitals or health systems. Secondly, they need to be engaged in ongoing education. There's no way that I could have got involved with um, international work, which I've been involved with for a while now. Um, if it hadn't have been for my postgraduate education, my platforms, they uh, allowed me the discipline of thinking, the education of expansion. They fed my mind and allowed me to th- think of things differently. So postgraduate education is an absolute must. Exposure to wider thinking, go- going on boards and bodies and committees being active in your professional nursing organisation. Really important. You know, the organisations are only as strong as their members. And it's not about sitting back and thinking these things are going to come to you. You have to actually be actively involved and be involved with networks. Be interested. And many, of course, many nurses are. Um, We know that we've got a lot of activity in nursing. It's just we want to have a bigger influence in what's going on not only in healthcare, but what's going on with our communities and our countries. 
In what ways does your appointment reflect how nurses from Australia and New Zealand are viewed internationally? Oh, look, we're held in high esteem. There's no doubt. I mean, New Zealand got the first vote for women. New Zealand got the um, was one of the first organisations in. New Zealand's had um, strong um, presence in ICN with nurse consultants. Australia's had much the same. You know, the, the previous president was Dr. Rosemary Bryant. We have had a strong influence for where we are in the world and our population. Uh, we've had a very strong influence, and I believe that is because we have strong leadership. So the strong leadership has shown when you've got confident leaders, articulate leaders, well-educated, well-connected, they start to make a difference, and that's what we've seen from Australia. What are some of the global issues ICN will be delving into in 2016? Multiple levels. We're, um, some of the challenges are, of course, the membership countries and the area and our areas of our membership countries all have different areas, but some similar issues. They all have workforce issues. They have issues of capacity and capability. They have distribution issues, so that. Uh, some of the bigger countries may not have enough nurses, but they also may have nurses in places, um, in certain places they, they can't get enough nurses. We have issues of climate um, changes. We have geographical issues going on with nurses. We have area issues around um, regulation, where we still, we're still struggling to get sufficient regulation um, around to support nurses. We have... Um, countries that still still have quite unstable environments. So there's health and well-being of nurses, there's their work practices. And of course we have on top of these particularly nursing um, type issues, we have countries which have got big displaced populations. We still have um, big issues with some of the communicable diseases and infection disease diseases which are affecting countries. But then we have you know the chronic disease, the the building the, the building of capacity of primary health care, and nursing needs to have a a bigger role in primary health, and not so much in that it doesn't have it now, but that we often are the only ones with community workers with families who are providing services in many countries. So. Some of the challenges, how do we influence, how do we get behind the sustainable development goals, how do we influence to ensure that the nursing voice is depicted in those, how do we influence international labour organisations and world banks where they are um, putting strategies in. We need to build our policy agenda to, um, through and with those big organisations as an as a organisation. What professional practice areas will draw your focus over the coming years? I think uh, just coming in now, I think the areas will be around standards. It's around having um, guidelines. It's around having those, understanding how those are um, being translated across countries and understanding that first world countries have have quite different issues to developing and in, in countries which are now being faced with some economic issues. So professional practice is around 
how nurses deliver care to their clients, and it's, it's multifaceted. There's no one issue. But we do know that there is a domain of nursing, a definition of nursing, a code of ethics for nursing, and we want to make sure that those are translated consistently. And our member countries are well-versed in this. Our NNAs are all um, um, galvanised on certain um, areas around professional practice and then there's certainly these differences in how they can apply those so we want to support and understand more about what's confronting our NNAs and we also want to build wider membership and partnerships for ICN so that we can um, create greater influence. This organisation is very iconic, it's been going for a long time but we continually need to expand their influence and our strategic plan will help us do that.